here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check your panties. With your host, Joey Valentine. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. It's one fine day to be nude. It's one fine day to be nude. (laughs) Hello. Hi, how are you? Welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine. It is May 13, 2022. It is Friday the 13th. Ooh. Does anyone still believe that's like a thing? How did that even get started, I wonder? I mean, it didn't have... Did, did it actually start with the movies? Or is there like a, a thing that goes back with Friday the 13th? I guess I should have done some research on that. But I got to tell you, I can't... Focus on this show when there's so much hockey going on. I am sorry. Like, every series is going to seven games, and I'm just nuts about hockey, so bear with me. I'm going to wing it a whole lot today, but it's Friday, and you should be very excited about that because, you know, the weekend's here, right? I'm fucking excited. I mean, I'm excited. I'm trying not to swear so much. I mean, there's no point to it, right? It's just filler words. There's no point in me using the F word every time I need to put an exclamation mark on something. Sure, when you're angry, but I don't need to say it to everything, you know? Like, you don't need to be like... Like, if you're using the F word when you're angry and, you know, it's like, because I f***ing said so, you know? Or leave me the f*** alone. It's, you know, it's expected, right? That's why most people, like, in customer service phone calls, they don't... You know, it's not like, thank you for calling AT&T. My name is Joey. What can I assist you with today? Hey, what the fuck's going on there, fuck face? Yeah, my fucking phone. I'm having all kinds of fucking problems with this motherfucker. No, it's not until they don't get what they want. Then they start shit. So I'm I'm really going to try and, and back off of that word a little more from now on. Or even swearing in general. I'm not going to be any less dirty when it comes to talking about nasty stuff, because that's just, that's what people want to hear, right? That's the fun stuff. But I'm not going to be so casual with the F word. I mean, you you know, like, you got to think, I mean, I was raised better than that. I wouldn't walk into the kitchen and be like, ah, oh, it smells great in here, mom. You cooking some fucking biscuits? <laughs> right? Pastor, that was one fucking awesome motherfucker sermon today at church all right yeah we'd now like to bring to the stage mr joseph valentine this year's motherfucking valedictorian (laughs) oh thanks everybody i had no idea that i was gonna actually be valedictorian i spent so much time studying and who the knew that's to like the biscuits remark. Like, holy shit, Ma, can I get some gravy on these fucking biscuits? I'm about to in my pants. Okay, enough of that. I'm just being stupid now. I've been watching a lot of Loudwire. 
It's a uh, like rock and roll type of YouTube channel. They they have very short videos, but they have like a million of them, and it's always like a a listicle of like top ten whatever you know music related type stuff. And I got stuck on this you know like top ten uh, like scariest bands and top ten most evil bands and top ten most satanic bands and you know all these bands all these evil scary bands they're all like robes and cutting themselves and you know and they got these dark black metal shows going on or whatever i don't know i don't know enough about the genre to like say one way or the other how it goes down what they believe but i mean obviously when i'm watching videos and these guys have upside down crosses and these like monks robes on and they're singing about the devil and stuff like they're not being subtle about (laughs) the message they're trying to convey right and i just think that like who's to say that that's the kind of music that the devil listens to i know i've said this before but i want to dive into it a little deeper now you've got god and you've got the devil okay so apparently god like to represent god in music you have to play like horrible like corny no rhythm i don't even know how to describe secular music or non-secular i can never remember which one is which everything every time a band is christian it's always this this like just corny hammy power pop you know and that's that's the way christian music always was for like a long long time and then it kind of broke out you know you had some punk bands some ska bands it you know like finally people realized like music didn't have to sound just one way for it to be religious but i have not seen that trend in the devil's music you know religious music has branched out whereas the devil's music has stayed right there in that one genre of heavy metal or a variation thereof and i don't get that like why are there no like satanic jazz bands or or satanic country bands like what if there was a what about like an american idol contestant gets up there and simon says oh that was absolutely fabulous i i loved it i loved everything about your energy was fantastic and uh i think you'll go a long way and then she says well thank you simon i I wouldn't have gotten here if it wasn't for the devil you know it's (laughs) everything i have i owe to him (laughs) you'd never hear that right devil the devil's music is always hardcore screaming growling metal guitars it's never gonna sound like james taylor (laughs) james taylor that's a perfect example right there james taylor plays nothing but acoustic you know folk music and he's pretty good at what he does but you know he's like you know he sings uh shit like you know I've seen fire and I've seen rain. I've seen sunny days when I, you know, whatever. And, you know, but you wouldn't expect him to get up there and start playing his acoustic guitar and be like, oh, I love the devil. The devil. Yeah. <laughs> start singing like super inappropriate lyrics. And be like, James Taylor done lost his fucking mind. 
So I thought, what if someone were able to sit down with the devil and talk to him about his tastes in music? Hmm. Good evening, and thank you for joining me. I'm Rex Hammersmith. Joey Valentine has the night off. We're joined in the studio today by Satan. You may also know him as the Devil, Beelzebub, the Dark Prince, the bad guy responsible for everything in the world. He's joining us in the studio now. We'd like to ask him a few questions. Satan, thank you for joining us. Uh, Thank you for having me, Rex. So let's just get started here. Uh... You mentioned to me before we got the show going that uh, you think you have a bit of a bad reputation. Why is that? Why do you think you have a bad reputation? Well, um, you know, every time something bad happens, everyone always says, oh, the devil, you know, the devil made me do it, or the devil made him do it, or he's got the devil inside of him. But, you know, I, I got other things to do. I've got better stuff to do than sit around trying to make a bunch of stupid people do stupid things. I mean... I haven't even finished watching Game of Thrones yet. You know how hard it is to avoid spoilers? I'm not sitting around trying to be creative and think of ways that I can get people to commit crimes. They'll do that on their own. Why do I need to help? I see, I see. Big Game of Thrones fan? Well, it's a little too, um, a little too violent for my taste. Honestly, on the weekends, you usually catch me on the couch with a cup of coffee watching Teen Titans go. I gotta be honest with you, that's... I can't get enough of that. Also, that family guy. But I don't like South Park. South Park portrays me as a homosexual. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But I'm not a homosexual. So tell us, Satan. Is it okay if I call you Satan? Yes, that's fine. Tell us, uh, how do you feel about the black metal movement that seems to be standing behind you very firm in the music industry? All right, now. All right. Now, I would like to say something for the record. Okay, I want to clear this up right now. I don't like that kind of music. It's loud. It's yelly. They talk about gross stuff. Nobody asked you to sacrifice a goat. I don't like long hair. I like my hair short. I don't like all that screaming. I can't understand what you're saying. For me, give me Neil Diamond any day. Neil Diamond or Michael Bolton. I want to be able to understand. I want to feel emotion, not anger. Anger is just, it's been done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do, yes. Yeah, its it's been done to death. And um, I really wish that these people would distance themselves from me, find something better to do with their time, be a little more creative with their outlets, pick up an acoustic guitar, maybe learn to play the xylophone. Did you ever think that maybe Satan likes a good ballad? Because I do. That is fascinating. Fascinating. Lucifer, Satan, the devil. Neil Diamond, man. Who knew? Okay, I'll stop. I'm sorry. I just... (laughs) It came to me, and I did it. And I know what you just heard is not what I just did, but because I'm going to go back and I'm going to change the voices for funsies to make it sound more like the devil. I'm just trying to make you guys laugh. It's Friday. Super awesome Friday the 13th. I'm going to sit at home and I'm going to pet my black cats. 
<laughs> I had I had the the oddest conversation with my friend Aaron and his brother Todd. We all get together on uh, you know we live chat during Dallas Stars hockey games because we're all in different parts of Texas. And uh, me and Aaron used to play minor league hockey together. So so if you're listening, Aaron, hello, thank you for listening. And um, <laughs> you know when. When there's commercials or there's a break in periods, we just talk about whatever. I, of course, am the most random person in the world. So I started talking to Aaron about it's not fair that there are no cool words for white people that are equivalent to the N-word. And I'm not saying that the N-word is cool, but when black people say it, it sounds cool. When a white person sounds it, it sounds fucking disgusting and horrible. It's so weird, you know, like it, it just doesn't roll off the tongue even with an a on the end it doesn't roll off the tongue right coming out of the white man's mouth well when a black man says it it's just like yeah you know you're just like yeah (laughs) but we don't have a word you know like one where we can say it but we also get offended by it and i think it's time that we got one Please, my black brothers and sisters, find something to call us. Like honky, I'm not offended by it. And every time I watch the Jeffersons, I crack the fuck up because of George calling that guy a honky. And ain't nobody ever going to cancel culture that shit. That's going to live on for centuries. Honky, Peckerwood, no, that's what... uh, that's what white people call themselves. Cracker. Eh, it just doesn't do anything. Like, <laughs> I mean, really, like if in, in a real life situation, even if I was like in an argument with a black man and he was trying to be racist to me and he was like, I ain't going to deal with this honky ass cracker, steamed rice looking yogurt, sour cream motherfucker. I'd be like, yeah, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Like. You're getting there. I'm not offended, but I am laughing. Please, like, <laughs> something. I got a few. How about this? All right, let's see. Corn cobber. I don't know. I just went to, I went straight to corn. I figure, like, I think corn and I think white folks, like Nebraska, corn cobber. Like, this fucking corn cobber all up in my shit. <laughs> Or how about flabber honky? See, I took honky and I just added a silly word like flabber. I don't know if flabber is even a word, but this fucking jive ass flabber honky. <laughs> flabber honky. I like that one. Flabber honky. It's a silly word. I like silly words. I like saying them. I like the word gobble. I love the word gobble or goblin. Anything that starts with gob. Like calling someone a goblin. Look at this guy. He's a fucking goblin <laughs> or what gobble. If someone says, oh, he's gobbling it up. Like I fucking lose it every time. I crack the fuck up about gobbling up food. I don't know why. All right. How about biscuit eater? Is that, is that wide enough? Biscuit eater? No. Biscuit head? Biscuit. I hope these aren't already like racist things to someone. If so, I apologize. I don't know any better. Uh, okay. We'll just keep adding silly words together. How about slop jockey? (laughs) 
Oh, you talking about that that white boy that hangs out at the convenience store, that old slop jockey? <laughs> could be like a, I don't know, what could it mean? Like a guy who's, you know, maybe he, I got nothing. <laughs> How about lard gargler? <laughs> See, it's those G words, like gobble, gargle, lard gargler. That could be a white guy who likes big girls. He's a lard gargler. <laughs> be like, yo, man, there's so many honeys up in this party. Yeah, but they all big. You better watch out for Joey. Dude's a lard gargler. <laughs> all right, so there we go. What did I got? What I got? Corn cobber, slab, uh, corn, corn cobber, flabber honky. Slop jockey and lard gargler. My African-American brothers and sisters, will you please make those popular and very offensive to white people? Find a way to make that shit work. I know it can be done. All right. So that's all just nonsense coming out of my head. And that was 20 minutes. Um, I wanted to follow this up with some notes that I had because I've been talking about the 80s a lot. And I'm probably never going to stop talking about the 80s. But I had some things that I wrote down that only 80s people would know or people close to the 80s. And I figured uh, I got a good response from a lot of people about the 80s stuff, so I'm going to keep it going. I'm going to make it like a thang. Uh, Note to self, never say thang again. You're white. Okay, so 80s stuff. Chicken pox parties. If any kid got chicken pox, then, like, all of a sudden you were going to have a sleepover with them. Like some kid that you never, ever knew never hung out with, only maybe knew his name because you went to the same school. And it'd be like, okay, Joseph, you're going to go have a sleepover at Eric's house. And be like, oh, that guy that picks his nose and, you know, like, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? Then you show up and then there's like all these other kids you don't know. You stay over. Then for the next week, you're fucking infested with scabs. This is no bullshit, my friends. Chicken pox parties really happened, but it's, it's okay. You see, medically, it's so much better to get chicken pox at a young age. It's like the, like the opposite of how getting viruses is, you know, how like we try and keep people who are elderly or young from getting sick because they have compromised immune systems. Well, it's the other way around with chicken pox. If you get it when you're like middle-aged you're more likely to have something really bad happen to you than as opposed to a child. As a child, you can get chicken box and it's fucking nothing. I had it for a week. I was covered in little scabs, a lot of them, but they were just little scabs. And I felt just slightly under the weather, but I never had not like a stuffy nose or a cough or anything. Just kind of, just kind of sick, you know, but then it went away. That's it. Chicken box. I have friends who are in their forties and they have not had the chicken box. And that's fucking frightening. I didn't even know that was possible. I mean, like, like once I remember when chicken box came through my town, like that was it, man. It like everybody got it. It was like the whole school took a vacation. Let's see what else, what else? Oh, interesting fact in the eighties, there was no such thing as PG 13, not until the later eighties. Okay, there was PG, 
and there was R. So that means that a lot of movies that were PG had a lot of R stuff in them. Like, if you go back and you watch movies prior to 1985 that are PG, you will hear the F word several times. There was nudity. Several movies I saw as a kid in a PG theater that showed boobies. No bullshit. And that was why they had to come out with the PG-13, which is not to say that you had to be 13, but it's like parental suggestion, you know. Oh, here is an interesting fact. Actually, I did not write this down, but I just thought of it. You may or may not have noticed, but in Hollywood, a PG-13 movie is only allowed to say the F word one time. If they say the F word more than once, even if it's just two times, the movie automatically gets branded an R-rated movie. Now that you have this information, pay attention. Every time you see a PG-13 movie, watch for the one time they say fuck. And they always, it's like, they make sure that they really, really put emphasis on it. It's not like some guy casually walking away and he's like, I'm fucking whatever. No, he'll be like, I don't give a fuck. And it bellows throughout the theater. Seriously, though, watch PG-13 movies and wait for that one F word to come up. That's how I get if I'm watching a movie and I don't know what it's rated. If I've heard the F word more than once, I go, okay, that's R. They could say shit. They could say most anything except the F word. You get one. You get one. You get one only. And here's your 80s movie quiz. What was the first movie in America to ever have the PG-13 rating? If you guessed Red Dawn starring Patrick Swayze, you were correct. Red Dawn, an 80s movie. It was actually remade not too long ago, I believe. I didn't watch it. I will not watch it because it's going to be garbage. It's going to be watered down. The great thing about the movie Red Dawn was that it had all these fucking famous actors that are even still famous to this day. If you don't know this, get get to know this. I am a Patrick Swayze fanatic. I fucking love Dirty Dancing. It's like one of my favorite movies of all time. I don't care. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Red Dawn is about... See, when you have movies nowadays and there's a war, it's always like, oh, they're from Europe. Or they're from Asia. They never specify a country anymore. Because they don't want to offend anyone. But no, 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 no. This was the Cold War, son. 1985. Red Dawn is about a bunch of fucking Russians paratrooping in. Dropping in on mainland America. Corn-eating, corn-covers, flabber-jockeys, lard-gargling people. Out in the country, Ruskies with AK-47s dropping in with parachutes to come over and take over your life as you know it, your American way of life. And they didn't pull any punches. They straight up said it was Russia, the USSR, as it were back then, now known as Russia, but it was the Soviet Union, the USSR in 1985. And I'm pretty sure 
that when the new Red Dawn came out, it was implied that it was North Korea, but it was never said. But we all fucking know. I missed the good old. I don't understand why it would be offensive. I mean, yeah, it would be offensive if you portrayed the Russians. Like, if you made a movie now and it was about Russia invading America. Okay, well, you wouldn't want to do that now, not with the way things are going with the Ukraine. But let's just say, like, there's peace all over the world <laughs> in a fucking fantasy in my head that doesn't exist. Let's just say no one is actively at war. Okay? Everyone's getting along well enough. Except for the Middle East, because that's like impossible. Okay. If you made a movie where France invades America, they're like, we are taking back the Statue of Liberty that we gave you, you stupid Americans. How do you like my terrible French accent? <laughs> stupid American. Okay, fuck it. I'm just, I'm, I'm not a. I'm not a Frenchman, but let's make a movie, you know, France v. USA. And it was just like the plot was building up to France wants to come take over America. They're like, we're sick of their shit. They dress better than us. Their women are better looking. Their food is better. Let's, you know, they got a big fucking piece of land just sitting there. Let's just go take it. And that's it. That's the only motivation. Or maybe even the U.S. did something to piss them off. Whatever. Nothing offensive about that, right? So why couldn't you make a movie like that? Now, if, like, you made a movie, like, not a comedy, not a spoof, but if you made a movie where the French paratroop into America and they're all dressed like mimes, right? Like, they got their faces painted white. They're wearing black leotards. And instead of guns, they've all got baguettes. <laughs> and like the women soldiers have like hairy ass legs and pits. Sure. That's offensive. Could be portrayed as offensive. But if it was just an action movie, couldn't you identify the country? Are we so scared as Americans? Like that if we make a movie and we were to actually say, yeah, those motherfuckers in North Korea were going over there to fuck this shit up. Are we so scared that they're going to do something about it? Like that they're going to retaliate against us, America? Please. Yeah, I said it. What up? So let's make a movie. Here's the perfect movie. You want a fucking good action movie? Like you want like something that's never been done? How about Canada invades America? Our Brothers and sisters to the north who peacefully sit up there and don't badmouth anyone, don't start shit with anyone. They just quietly keep to themselves playing hockey, eating poutine, poutine, po poutine. I don't know, they got this thing in Canada. It's called, I think it's called poutine. And I'm probably not saying that right, but it's like mashed potatoes and French fries and cheese and gravy in a bucket, a big bowl. That's it. It's like fries or mashed potatoes with cheese and cream gravy. That's like their fucking thing. And they put mayonnaise on everything, which for me is awesome. I love mayonnaise. Yeah, I've said it. I don't care. I dip my French fries in it. It's fucking awesome. But the movie, that's it, right? 
See, we've underestimated Canada. They've been up there for so long, quietly keeping to themselves. They don't ever start trouble with us. We never have any problems with them. We have a mutual respect. I mean, well, truthfully, I think Americans just don't fucking care. You know, it's like, what do you think of Canada? Eh, I don't know. Well, they, they're like 100 miles from where you live, north of here. Yeah, I know. It's funny, like a whole country right there across the way. I don't know shit about them. I hear they're nice. They like hockey, probably some beer, too. I think a lot of comedians come out of there. Then, like, one day, like, the whole, like, all of the, <laughs> what are they called? Not states, but, um, oh, my God, you know, like, you've got Alberta and, and uh, yeah, and you've got Alberta, <laughs> uh, British Columbia. you got your provinces. And one day, all of the provinces, the French Canadians and the regular Canadians and the converted Canadians that have been stockpiling moose rifles and Molson ice. They all just amass at the border of Niagara Falls. They come in through Buffalo and they storm New York city. And then they make their way to the Capitol. Couldn't you see it? And and they're all wearing those Dudley do right outfits. Got like muskets and shit. Fucking beaver hats. Flasks with fucking syrup in them. (laughs) They come in. Okay, you hosers, we're going to need you to take off, eh? You know what this is a boot. You've been making fun of Canadians for way too long, eh? Now we want you to get out of America. We want you to get out of our country. (laughs) Well, I think that's going to do it for me today. I hope you enjoyed Fat Guy Loves Cake, the podcast. Did I mention that I'm Joey Valentine and this is your favorite podcast or soon-to-be favorite podcast? Shows every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can contact me at fatguylovescake at yahoo.com. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. As always, I play you out with a song to shake your butt cheeks to. And what do I always say? I'll be nice. See you Monday.